0: Hey hey everybody. So my guest today is Alex Green. He is the co-founder and CEO of Picky Story, a Shopify tool that can help you quickly upsell with bundles from your product pages. As always, we would like to hear more of the founding story and the strategies that accelerated their growth success. Alex, are you ready to take us to the top?
1: Hey Mike, sure. Thanks for having me on this podcast.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. So can you tell us more about who you are and Picky Story? How would you describe it?
1: Basically, Picky Story is more than just an upselling tool for Shopify, like we probably many of us know and familiar with. Picky Story, we have a really high and large uh, vision towards uh, the next couple of years of building really the first automation platform for sales for e-commerce merchants. Um, we're basically very focused on SMBs and we see this as an underserved market with masses of stores that are looking for a platform that really will help them automate their sales. Um, so really, Story started back in 2019, where me and my partner, we both worked for a, a company that was an ad tech company where we helped the, the company to serve other e-commerce brands. By creating automation and tools for them, more of a, you can think about it as algorithms that we created to help them generate more revenue from their stores through their campaigns or sales activities within the stores. And I'm more on the um, marketing sales side of the things. And my partner, Eugene, he is more on the tech side. He was our CDO as well. And we both decided that it will be a great idea to take all of our knowledge and put it into work through a product that will help SMBs to do these automations uh, through sales. And I'm very proud of what we already achieved, and I'm really excited about you know what's coming ahead.
0: Sounds good. So, what's the exact business model of Picky Story? How are you making money?
1: So, Picky Story is a very straightforward. it has a very straightforward business model, a subscription-based model. Where we started as a with a, with flat pricing, where we thought, you know what, we don't really know. When we started our beta, we didn't really know how to price it correctly, and so we started with a flat pricing of, you know, pay us twenty dollars for these, you know, bunch of features, fifty dollars for another and more advanced features, and that's it per month, and. Then we realized after a couple of months since we ended the beta, that so many stores are generating add-to-cards with us, like real performance and real results that they're getting through picky Story. So why not join their success and changing our pricing instead of creating flat pricing, change it to usage-based pricing? And this is really the thing that we're doing now. We just started it lately, I would say a couple of weeks ago. Still, I would say in an experiment mode, but we see already great results where people are paying us only when they're generating re- value from the app. And, and we, when we say value, we mean add-to-cards. So if you generated add-to-cards through story you pay us you know, through tiered pricing. And this also en- enabled us to create a freemium plan where if you only generated up to 25 add-to-cards per month, you will get picky story for free. You won't pay us even a penny. And, uh, you know, on the 26th, a uh, two-card per month, you will start paying us. So I really think that users and merchants appreci- appreciate this specific approach. We hear a lot of feedback from them. You know what? We really respect the way that you're doing business. You're really putting yourselves in the same boat with us because if they're successful, we're successful. So currently, um, this is a usage-based Uh, plan and it's based only on our on the success through peaky store which i think is very distinct from other apps uh, that are trying to do usage based but usage based based on you know stores performance or shopify's plan not on their own app so i'm very proud of it
0: interesting take on pricing indeed take us back to the early days right when you had this idea for picky story with your co-founders how did you get your first users
1: to the product yeah that's a crazy story so we we started way beyond i mean we started from building automation for marketing campaigns and then we realized you know what let's help merchants just generate more revenue you know in in store and we started I mean, we both still worked in our own daily jobs and worked through the nights to create this beta, and we launched it on April 19, 2019 with just you know past uh, Shopify's process became became developers and launched our first beta with one very simple widget that we thought at the time that was great. And we thought that people that are scrolling through product pages and through the store would love to see uh, looks. We call it shop the look when you see, you know, the complete style of several uh, products, for example, a T-shirt with pants. So we thought when people are scrolling through products, they will be really interested to see small pop-ups coming up um, with uh, complete looks. So we started there. And, you know, suddenly every, every Shopify developer knows that, you know, the first, mer- you're going live on the Shopify store and suddenly you're getting your first uh, app install, and you're super excited and you're, you're trying to reach out, you know, to the person and understand whether, you know, what you offered just right now to this person is right or not. And we were uh, fortunate enough to have one of really the biggest um i think more high-end merchants uh, on shopify judith and charles and um, and these guys were really really open to help us understand what's really working for merchants and especially for fashion stores and how we need to build our platform for uh, further and we changed the, the the first widget wasn't a thing that they were interested in but we changed it really quickly, and we started building um, new widgets like a button under an add to card where you can complete your look instead of just adding the first product. And we there were like our design partner, and we really enjoyed working with them, and I think this really helped us to get to the place you know where we're at today. And um, so I think it was exciting. It was very, you know, it's always scary. It's like writing a book and then, going to the public and asking people to read it because you, for, for for the first time, you know, you see the reactions and it's always exciting for the founders. But I don't think that we had a crazy story of, you know, that we were so wrong at the beginning. And then we realized that something is, you know, should, you know, the, the, the reality and the truth is, you know, way different. We were, we already, from the start, we were, you know, the right zone, but we needed to Fine-tune it a lot until we got to the place that we found the, our product market fit.
0: So back to today, what is your most important acquisition channel to get new customers on board right now?
1: Yeah, so that's a great question. I think that this is a big struggle, in, you know, for many developers and for us as well. But we really believe in long-term strategies, and we invested from day one a lot in content marketing and. Um, also believing that we need to go for the long tail keywords. <clears throat> so we started so we started investing it, um, hiring a blog writer and, and we're basically releasing one blog at a time, one blog in a week, one blog post. And this really helps us grow for the long term. People discover us through Google. So I would say it's content marketing. Other, other channel, of course, we're repurposing everything. So if we started from the blog, then we'll repurpose it through email marketing, we'll repurpose it through social, um, but I would say invest in your long-term strategies, not in, not only in paid. I mean, paid is great, but most developers, they cannot do it uh, at the beginning because of budgets, so content marketing worked for us at least.
0: Love it. Long-term is always the better strategy, in my opinion. At What stage is story right now in terms of revenue, and how much time did it take to get to this point?
1: Yeah, so we we got out of beta um, half a year ago. We called it beta, of course. It was our official beta. It means we ran in the store for almost one year in beta mode. And since we started, uh, I mean, since we got out of beta, uh, we started charging uh, our merchants. And since then, it took us, I would say five to six months to get to thousands of dollars in mrr and we're now in the middle of a funding round we're now going for our seed round and so i would say if you're doing things i mean there is no thing as doing things right there isn't such thing but i'm just saying if you're focused and you're not going you're not spreading thin you're focused with one thing that you want to do and One problem that you want to solve shouldn't take you more than a couple of months to get to hundreds of merchants and even thousands of dollars and should be accomplished.
0: Love it. Great numbers and good luck with the seed round. Thank you. Well, great, Alex. Thanks for sharing the story behind Picky Story. Now, let's wrap it up with a lighting round of six questions to inspire others. Before we dive into today's lightning round, let's hear a quick word from a sponsor. Do you want to build your product the best way possible? Listening to user feedback is one of the best ways to do just that. Upvotee provides you with feedback boards which you can use internally or share publicly with your users. It also includes a nifty product roadmap. You are getting a 10% discount when you try out their 14-day free trial and subscribe to one of their plans. Use promo code PIRATES and you are all set. Go to UpVode.com and start a 14-day free trial. Now, let's go back to the interview. If you would start a SaaS today, what would be the first action to take?
1: Talk to as many merchants as possible before you write your first line of code.
0: What are some of your favorite software that you can't live without in running daily operations at Piggy Story?
1: I would say Intercom, and Loom, Video Recording, and Asana.
0: What's your favorite app on your phone?
1: Oh, um, I would say Spotify. You gotta have music, right? You gotta have music. You gotta chill sometimes.
0: What's your favorite book that you could also recommend to people that
1: are starting in SaaS? Purple Cow by Seth Godin. One of the most genius Books, short books that I ever read. Great examples of how to create a remarkable product.
0: What SaaS brand do you admire the most?
1: I would say at this point, it's probably HubSpot. HubSpot really did it. You know, they really created the inbound marketing category and I'm reading their blog posts all the time. I think their their marketing is really genius And, and, you know, as a company, as a business.
0: And what about your favorite SaaS person to follow or read?
1: Probably Seth Godin, same one. I mean, he's not a really SaaS person, but I'm really following him all the time. He has some really great ideas and things that he shares with his readers. So I would really recommend following him.
0: Yeah, Seth's great. Well, great, Alex. Thanks for your time today and sharing your story with us. To conclude this interview, where can we learn more about you and Story?
1: Sure, so you can find us... Uh, you can find Picky Story on the Shopify store you can also go to pickystory.com read more about us and you know contact us we're always happy to hear from people and partners and merchants of course
0: thanks for listening to this awesome episode of the SaaS Pirate Show we hope you enjoyed it if you do Please do give us a review to help us get the podcast out to more people. If you are into SaaS, please come and join the awesome SaaS Pirates Facebook group to connect with like-minded people. Without further ado, I hope to see you again next time. Take care.